0: What's good, everybody? Stats and KP back with you to break down the final pick of day two for the 49ers. That would be cornerback Ambry Thomas from Michigan. KP, you know cornerbacks better than anybody I know. What do I need to know here? Uh, he can run. And when you can
1: run, you can play. I saw some people, you know, what wanting so Asante Samuel earlier. And then this last round, it was Elijah Molden from Washington. Those guys are small and slow. Two combos that do not work in the NFL. Ambry Thomas is 5'11, so good size. And he also ran a 4'3'7 and he jumped 38 inches in the vertical, so explosive. Um, he's also very good at attacking the ball in the air. So I watched a lot of him. And what I noticed was whenever the ball was in the air, he contested everything. And that is probably something that the 49ers gravitated to. As you know, this team has not been good at finding turnovers and takeaways at the cornerback position. So with that in mind, I completely understand why they like Ambry Thomas. He opted out. This past season. So I imagine that has a little bit to do with why he fell since, you know, there's not a lot of tape on him, but he played at the senior bowl. Um, one thing that I really, really like about him, I think he's going to be the starting kick returner. I think he's going to be the part returner. When I watched Michigan games, he had like at least four returns where he was tackled by the shoestring. Like, seriously, he came that close to breaking. Uh, he had one that he did take to the house, but he's a, he's a really interesting player. And I could see him doing damage, if not this year, on defense um, in a couple years
0: that is something that this team really needs. They have not had a good kick and punt returner since Ted Ginn was around, what, 2011? I think he came with yeah. Jim Harbaugh. Like, they never seem to have a good returner, and I would love it, but I feel like every time we say, oh, yeah, this person's going to be a returner for the 49ers for Kyle Shanahan, like, he never goes with that person. I mean, they had Dante Pettis, who was the record holder for college football returns, and they ne- he had one kick return in his whole Niners career, and he fumbled it. Just,
1: you they have been so bad at field position too because of this. So they're relying either on their defense getting stops. And by stops, I mean – three and out which that's not sustainable you can't allow you can't expect your defense to do that every possession for your offense to you know take over at a good starting position so uh, i really like the thomas pick i'm probably one of my favorite picks of the day for them or probably is my favorite pick of the day for him so even when you look at his stats as a player so he allowed a 49 percent completion percentage during his last season he had three interceptions uh he broke up seven passes so he was very very active And he's just aggressive. And I think that's another thing, what they really need. They need guys with confidence, guys who know they can make plays, who have made plays before, because I think that does go a long way.
0: I'm fascinated by this pick for another reason. And that's because somebody with the 49ers had to talk to, I would imagine, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. And I'm fascinated to know how forthcoming old Jim was to talk to his former employer about this pick. Do you think Kyle Shanahan spoke to Jim Harbaugh? Do they I don't know what is their like dynamic. Do they like each other? Do they have any sort of history? I have no idea. I I don't know either, but I can just
1: I I have spoken on the phone to Jim Harbaugh before and I've seen him in person because he recruited a kid at the high school that I used to coach at. He just seems like a crazy person and that's not breaking news at all, but I can just see him holding animosity towards the 49ers. For whoever is coaching for all of the players, so that alone would make me think that these guys, like he would just tell him, you know, I I don't know, but at the same time, it's his player, like it, so you right. would think he would gas him up and say he's the greatest ever. So yeah, that that's a that's a fun uh, storyline there, but I mean, it's Jim Harbaugh, man. There's <laughs> I, I just. I'm just playing out stories in my head that I'm sure you know, too, but he's just a wild child, man. So, yeah, I I don't know what to say about him, but I think just them going back to Ambry Thomas, like they got a good player and that's what really matters
0: here. And, you know, I'm doing a little reading on him. One of the things I saw that I thought was interesting was it says he was praised by the Michigan coaching staff for his competitive nature. If you get praised by Jim Harbaugh for being competitive, you are a crazy person because there's no one more competitive than him. And getting back to Ambry Thomas, just as an example of that, he was in the hospital with colitis for a month and he lost 35 pounds, and doctors and everybody are telling him you should probably sit out the season. Not only did he not sit out the season, he didn't miss a single game. If that's not competitive, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah, that's what you want. A guy that is just willing to do anything and everything to get back at it. And that's what he did. So um, he didn't play in 2020, but that had nothing to do with the colitis. That is more due to do with COVID reasons. So, yeah, if he would have played, he probably would have been a second round pick. So if anything, the 49ers benefited from Thomas not playing football this past season.
0: I thought another thing that was interesting in the press conference that the 49ers just had, they were quick to point out that he was basically a pick that was championed by Adam Peters. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, You know, there was a lot of talk about who likes what quarterback in the front office. I thought that was kind of a nice way for the Niners to sort of give him a little bit of love.
1: Yeah, that was. And because Peters is the man, like he's the guy going around the country, you know, doing the traveling, doing the heavy lifting, doing the scouting. So I thought another thing that was interesting was the three picks that they had today were all participants at the Senior Bowl. So with the lack of film, with the lack – or just with the COVID situation that went on around college football – they relied on the senior bowl. So they were either talking to the, the director, Jim Nagy and getting a lot of information there, or that's where Adam Peters was. And then he just, you know, took the guys there, but at the same time, they've done that the past couple of years. So maybe we yep. should have seen this coming.
0: The other thing from the press conference that jumped out to me, uh, cause Kyle Shanahan was asked about uh, Aaron Banks, the, the, the guard that they took earlier in the day. And the question was kind of phrased like, Hey, you don't usually take players like this. And Kyle, like, he gets prickly anytime anybody suggests that they might know something about him or the players he likes. He immediately responds with, you know, well, we don't have we don't draft a particular type of guy. We, we you know, we like guys that can do this, that and the other like he doesn't like when anybody might suggest that they might know what he's thinking or doing
1: part of me just wants to start doing that from now on knowing that he's going to get upset because he's been on edge for a couple weeks now. Like whenever it seems like he talks, he's almost waiting for somebody to bait him. And then so he can respond like that. And then he'll follow up in his next presser saying, well, I didn't mean it like that. Or, well, I want to clarify. No, we know what you meant, man. So there's no taking it back. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I understand the frustration of being labeled as something. So in his case, he just wants to break that narrative and, I don't think there's any anything wrong with that.
0: Yeah, I think that was a big part of the draft. I mean, I think he loved being able to take Trey Lance and tell people, <laughs> stop connecting me to Kirk Cousins and Matt Schaub. And I think the same thing happened with Banks today. I think he, he like he's really trying to tell people, like, do not pigeonhole me into one thing or the other because I'm going to prove you wrong and again and again, and you look stupid.
1: How so this is really ridiculous just to even ask, but how much of Trey Lance was centered around? I'm not going to do what they think I'm going to do and knowing and he and they came out and said, you know, they weren't really in on Mac Jones and the media essentially was played the whole time, which is even more hilarious. But I wonder if a small piece of him was like, oh, this kid. Yeah, I really like him. And this is like just me telling them all to shut up and never do that again.
0: It's not the primary thing that led them to make that decision. But i you'd be stupid if you didn't think that was at least a small part of it. Like, I think that they like it. Like Kyle said this week, he goes on social media. He reads this stuff like he's kind of got rabbit ears a little more than I thought. And I'm, I'm convinced now that that was definitely part of the thinking. I think he likes to, you know, he's got a little hardball in him that way. Throw up the middle finger to the media a little bit.
1: I love it, man. Keep it under wraps. Keep it to yourself. But this Trey Lance thing did not come out of nowhere. And I know we're going talking about all the draft picks now. On He was on SportsCenter on Thursday night. John Lynch and Kyle Shannon were talking to SVP. And Lynch told him that Lance called him on a Sunday night in January and said, hey, I like Lance. So that's how far this Lance pick goes back.
0: Yeah, Kyle just got obsessed with him and they started watching tape. And there you go. Now Trey Lance is the quarterback. Uh, one thing I saw on Twitter that I just want to shut down right now, Um, uh, the, the whole Trey area, like we're not, we're <sighs> not, hate it? I hate it. I hate it already. And God forbid Lance throws a touchdown to Trey Sermon. It's going to be insufferable. Oh. Like we got to shut that down now, please. How about this?
1: There is an opportunity for the team to draft another Trey. I don't know who, but I'm sure that there is another Trey in this draft. So that would make. Tres trays, and if that happens, Rob, you might not be able to log on to the internet again.
0: No, no, like we can do better than that. Just stop it. Don't come up with these like little funny, cool Twitter things that you think will get you a lot of retweets or likes. Like, stop it. We got to shut that down.
1: It's happening, man. No man and you, there's nothing that you can do to stop it. Now, mm. I am rooting for
0: tray to tray. Tray to tray is actually better. All right, at least that like that's better than the tray area. No. What, what, what would be the alternative in this scenario?
1: Because you know, as we get as we get outside of the box, it's only be, going to become more and more insufferable.
0: Yeah, I can't even think of one at this point. Look, it's almost 12.30 a.m. in Connecticut, where I am right now. Pithy little nicknames are not what you're gonna get out of me at this particular moment. I am sorry, I'm letting you guys down, I know.
1: 9.23 where I am. We have plenty of time, the weather's nice great draft for the 49ers great weather outside as always Rob thank you